Welcome to Camera Ready and Able, the podcast that explores the intersection of media change and personal growth. I'm your host, Barbara Barna Abel, and my calling is to help you tap into your superpowers to thrive on camera and in life and to make an impact on the world. This episode is brought to you by my 2023 word of the year, which is refinement. Refinement here is defined as meaning the improvement or clarification of something by making small changes that make a significant difference. I'm pretty stoked about this word, but before I get deep into it, I want to discuss the whole word of the year concept. And I do also want to point out, this is my very first and perhaps only ever solo episode of Camera Ready and Able. So I promise it's going to be short and to the point. So one, I actually have no idea who invented the word of the year concept, but I have been doing it for several years. And I think it first came up maybe at a Christmas dinner, even a Thanksgiving dinner where someone said, what's your word? And I was like, wow, I love this. So the whole idea though, is to really replace the traditional new year's resolution with one single word that you focus on all year. And the point of that is it becomes an organizing principle or a theme. And I love these things. And it replaces the idea of having a goal because many of us fall short with our resolutions and we start out with the best of intentions, but don't necessarily stick with it. And this is an idea that again, it organizes your thoughts, your energy, your focus gives you a direction, maybe helps you as a guidance system. Maybe you could consider it your North star for the year. So obviously I love this. I actually want to share some thoughts because I do think about this quite a bit and it comes up in my coaching practice. So first and foremost, what some people may not realize is that there's neuroscience behind this. And this actually also applies to uh, creating vision boards. Whatever you're really focused on and that you determine or speak into the universe needs to have not just, you know, connection to your brain, but also connect to your heart so that there's a soul connection. And instead of sending two woo woo, it's just really to get to the idea that you have to make an emotional connection to it because that is what keeps us going. So you have emotional connection. You might feel it viscerally, meaning you feel it like in your gut, like, Ooh, that's the word. You have some physical reaction, like, yes. And inversely, you may think, God, that's the word, you know, I should have. And I'm going to talk about the shoulds in one second. And it doesn't feel good. Something in your body is telling you like, oh, it feels uncomfortable. It's like scratchy or shoes that are too tight or whatever you want to consider it. It's like, listen to that. Cause maybe that isn't your word. It might be somebody else's word, but doesn't mean it's supposed to be your word. So beware of the shoulds. I love discussing the shoulds because I am someone who spent so much of my life trapped in the shoulds about what I should be doing as opposed to what I wanted to be doing or what fed my soul or moved me forward or made the world a better place or what have you. So the same thing applies here that it's easy to, you know, get caught up in the energy of things and words have trends just like colors of the year. There are trendy words of the year and themes of the year, and those can be really fun collectively, but again, it might not be the right one for you. So, you know, sit with it and think about what resonates with you or what, you know, feels like it truly serves you. And by the way, you know, when you sit down to think about like, what's my word this year? I don't know about you, but I often go blank in the um, spur of the moment. So I actually did a quick Google and I found a wonderful resource that happiness is homemade.net. I don't really know anything about the website, but right on the homepage was this amazing list of, I think like 150 words. So start there. 
Another really important thing, point number three, is to realize you have permission to change words. I think that it's easy to get hung up on the idea that like, this is my word and I have to stick with it. And, and I would encourage you to stick with it at least for a quarter or maybe longer to see what's going on. But you know, if you check in with yourself by the summer, June, July, August, and it's, it's not working, it's not feeling good, you have permission to change words. That's really, really important to stop and reflect I mean, an obvious example for me, I don't know about you, but you know what, I can't even remember what I chose in January, 2020, but I can for sure tell you that whatever I thought 2020 was going to be, that was not it by July, 2020. And so I really had to switch it up. And it's important to remember too, that a key to survival and success is the ability to adapt. So give yourself permission to do that. And sometimes that's a huge weight off your chest, but also sometimes that's a big step because we're not necessarily used to doing that. Another thing is to actually be open to the idea that your word might come to you, right? That you might be percolating on ideas or feeling a little stuck and you're like, but you know what? I'm open to receiving. And that's happened to me a lot. I mean, I see messages and signs all the time, basically daily. And I have a vivid recollection um, sometime early in the pandemic, when I was finally sort of back outside and I was walking through the Dumbo neighborhood of Brooklyn and I looked up and there was a giant billboard. I still have a picture of it on my phone of the word courage written in. I wanted to say it was like 30 feet high, but I actually just Googled before I recorded the podcast. It was 14 feet high. Um, but the word courage and I needed to see that. And I received it warmly and with gratitude. And I was like, mm, word. It's okay too to carry over your word from 2022. Maybe you haven't finished, you know, all the work you have to do around that, or you've learned a lot and now you can go deeper. It's the same thing too. You may want to revisit a word that you explored a few years ago. It's all okay. Whatever you decide to do should be fun and spark some joy. And I know I just said, don't get stuck in the shoulds, but here's a should waiver is it should feel good. Even if it's hard work and it's deep and it's challenging, there's some aspect of this that feels really good in your heart and your soul and you're, and you're moving forward and getting somewhere. If it feels like drudgery, if it hurts somehow in a way that doesn't lead to healing, certainly not your word. You really want something that's going to inspire and ignite you and be a spark. So that's what I have to say about all the caveats. So now we're going to come back to my word refinement, which I admit is perhaps not the sexiest word. When I sit and think about it, I'm like, oh, wow, I love this word for me this year. It actually came to me and I landed on it in a conversation I was having very recently with Heather Hands, who's a psychologist and was a guest on the podcast uh, earlier in 2022, discussing loving your anxiety which uh, is as evergreen as you can get with an episode, meaning it is relevant forever. And I actually go back to a lot of the lessons that Heather has shared with me. So we were having a conversation and it came up somehow. And I think Heather put it out there and it just took me a minute. And then I went, that's it. That's it. That's where I am. This is my word. And the reason I say this is because you know the past few years for me in my life and my business has been doing a lot of deep, interior and exterior work. The podcast itself is a reflection of this. You know, it started with a conversation with my beloved Vinnie Potestivo in September or October of 2020 and launched in April of 2021. And I'm still building, I'm still learning. It's still a development process, which is really, really wonderful. But I've come a very long way 
And I'm on my journey doing my thing. I know what my goals are and I know I'm not done and I haven't gotten there, but now I can kind of pause and reflect and to kind of stretch the metaphor to me, I think, wow, I've been hiking on my trek. And now I think I'm halfway up the mountain, which is an amazing, amazing feeling. And so I'm kind of sitting, taking a pause, my cozy warming hut, maybe having a little, you know, hot chocolate or my favorite thing is a hot chocolate coffee combo. And I'm taking some deep breaths and I'm giving myself a moment to rest, which was a lot of what 2022 was for me, which was reflecting on all the RE words and refinement, of course, is another one. But I'm thinking and I realize now that I have some perspective and I have developed and I have built a lot, things look a lot different. Like the view up the mountain when you're halfway up looks a lot different than when you're at the bottom looking up. And this only hit me recently. It really only came to me after this conversation with Heather. And I was like, wow. So now is the time to stop and think and go, what's working? What do I need to tweak? What do I need to update? What are some small little, you know, changes that might make a big difference? At the same time, it also gives me permission to think about, you know, what's still relevant. What did I need when I started that I no longer need? And so maybe I can let go of that. And that could be a thing. Certainly it's ideas. A lot of times it's, you know, blocks or limiting beliefs. Sometimes to be fair though, some of the things that we need to motivate us in the beginning are really important. And we get far enough that we realize I don't, I don't need to carry that with me anymore. And as I let go of some things, maybe I'm making space to let some new things in. So to me, this became really, really powerful. As I was having that conversation with Heather, I have to be honest, a real wave of calm washed over me. It was a great feeling. And so again, when I said earlier, you know, a few minutes ago about how does it feel in your body? That's a really important indicator of if something's, you know, where you want to be right now or something's working for you. So it is for me, it's a lot about taking deep breaths and understanding that there's still a lot of work to do and it's hard work and it takes a ton of effort and energy. Um, but I'm really blessed that I love what I do. And I feel a deep connection to purpose. And I never take that for granted. And I'm very grateful about that. All the work I've done already has really prepared me to be where I am today. And I, you know, I love stretching metaphors. So I was going to say that with that, all that hard work and exercise and training, I'm in better shape than I've ever been. And that's an incredible, incredible feeling that makes me want to look into the new year with like, yes, I am energized and I'm excited about this. I hope this has been helpful for you. I would love, 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 love to hear what your word is for 2023. You know I love to chat, so please feel free to shoot me a note via my website, ableintermedia.com, or connect with me on social media or via LinkedIn. Love, love, love to talk to everyone. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, and every note that I get is very important and sustains me. And I wish you joy, health, and abundance for 2023.